Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> living La Vida Loca, baby. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm just going to dive right into this business. Let's do it. So this is episode 806. Can mm-hmm. you believe we're already on six? It's crazy. I know. Um, it's titled Charity Begins at Home. Does it now? Yes, it, it does. No confusion about episode titles on this one. Everyone oh. everyone confirmed That's and agreed. Nice. It's Charity Begins at Home. I got to say, I don't quite understand this title, given the context of the episode. Uh, well. it, we can Obviously, we'll unpack yeah, it yeah. as we go in, but it just initially like even after having seen the episode i'm like do i get it i don't know we'll see um the amazon prime spoilie is eric inspires the congregation to do volunteer work mm-hmm. straight to the point yeah. I'm, I'm really loving the season eight amazon prime spoilies they're not say. that bad yeah single sentence very general like straight like just one and done you know it only took them eight seasons to get this down i know i almost feel like the like amazon just like didn't like stop giving a fuck (laughs) they were just like okay whatever he convinces the congregation to do volunteer work (laughs) whatever you know like (laughs) probably let me just get this done okay i gotta get this 243 of these fuckers to do like (laughs) um but the dvd description is Eric asks the members of the congregation to do one good deed for someone else. So giving a little more detail about mm-hmm. it. And then it says visiting her sick father in Phoenix starts to wear on Annie. Okay. Yep. So this is twice now or three episodes yeah, now they, where they don't mention Annie's not, not just yeah. that, but like where like Annie's like MIA because she's in a Phoenix or Makes you wonder why is her character MIA? I know. And that's the thing is because it, it would be one thing if the, if the actress like Catherine Hicks, like just wasn't on the show, you know, yeah. cause maybe she had other commitments. You never know. Right. With things yeah. like this, like, so they had to sort of like write her out and go like, Oh, she's in Phoenix. But Catherine Hicks is very much in these episodes that she's been in Phoenix for, you know? So it's a weird conceit that they're just like, she's just going to be going to Phoenix a lot this season, guys. Like, why? Yeah, The actor is dead. Kill off the character. Let's get some closure and be done. Like, what are we doing? I know. know. It's really weird. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, no, I don't know how I feel about it, and I'm not going to because it's just, like you said, weird. The only thing I can think of, and obviously this is me, I'm making it up. I have zero clues for okay. this or zero, like, reality in this, but, but it, I'm making it up. Like, what if they're like, okay, it's we're, this is our eighth season. We've been on the show. We've been on the air for so long at this point. Like, let's spice things up. Like, so instead of having this, like, nuclear family, you know, like, things have been fragmented so much anyway. Like, Matt's yeah. gone. Mary's gone. Simon's gone. Spoiler alert. He's not in this episode, y'all. Nope. He's not even in the opening credits. I know. Um, so let's just, like, fragment it even more. Like, everyone's sort of kind of, like, operating in their own spheres, you know? Yeah. Like, Lucy's got Kevin and Roxanne and that whole deal and eric's got his whole thing ruthie's got her whole thing with peter like it's like maybe either that or my other theory is Catherine hicks and stephen collins like can't work with each other anymore (laughs) 
Damn. So they're like, we'll both be in the show, but we can't be happy and in love anymore. <laughs> oh, God. That's my, like, gossipy theory. Like, obviously, I have zero proof of that or any inkling. <laughs> like, like and, and, and But granted, I've done no research, so I could yeah. be right, but I, but I don't know. But, um, yeah. It's just because it's a weird format like it, yeah that they've decided that like this season and he's gonna be on the show but just in phoenix like exactly that's weird um unless they're okay i can forgive all of that though if grandpa's eventual eventual death yeah like is this like really like big like big episode mm-hmm. or like you know or or like, if they're building up to some sort of like true send-off type of a thing I would like hope so i mean after all of this it better fucking be you know like yeah like give me a funeral and i want to see ginger thank you very much yeah that too dude where's ginger or like, at least yeah give me i don't know something with ginger yeah i them not do it they probably won't this show has taught us anything <laughs> i know seriously someone like enters and goes like but that being said like when when we were so like damn i wish we could see simon's video like in a million years i, I never would have thought we'd see it I know, and then same. we saw it which was like a huge like what the fuck like they did it like they yeah. made it like oh my god and we're like oh man it'd be so cool <laughs> if we saw the video and we saw it, we're like oh, okay but just the fact that they like took the step to like yeah do that you mm-hmm. know obviously it served the purpose of like a send-off for yeah. simon but or for which david I'm- gallagher but yeah so glad for once. Well, other than Matt, there was a real send off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really sad, dude. Like he's gone. I know. Like he's not in this episode at all. And it's and you can feel it. Yeah. I think like I think the episode suffers a little bit because of that. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, not not the episode, maybe, but like just like the whole dynamic I suffers know. a little bit. Yeah. You know, because now the only like male characters are, are the husbands. Chandler and Kevin. Yeah. So, and they're not Camden's and yeah. they're newer and granted, I think we're rooting for them at this point. Like they're as much yeah. main characters as anyone else, but like, you know, they're not, they're not the people we've grown up with or, you know, grown up with, but I you know, know what I mean. Like, I know I hear you and I, I agree. It's, We'll see, I guess. I mean, who knows? It's it's still early on in the season. Like it, things things could like who knows what's coming down the pike, you know? Like there's still like 15 episodes left or whatever. So <clears throat> the hubbies are coming back. The hubbies? Like it's just going to be all the husbands. It's going to be about that. And What do you mean? Well, it's going it's about oh, like, Kevin, Eric, Chandler's not a hubby, but I don't know. I'm just, maybe he'll get there. Whatever. Maybe. I I I think he will. And from this episode Carlos does make an appearance. Yes. Yeah. So, that was refreshing. Yeah. So Carlos makes an appearance. So in my, from what I'm it's gathering the hubby is, show. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear it's you. Just show me all the couples and mm-hmm, make it more mm-hmm. dramatic. Not even dramatic, but just like, like turn up the volume yeah. on the like romancy aspects. And yeah. Even less, with Ruthie, right? Less exactly. And like less the aspects of like family, like someone's in trouble. We need to help them, you know, yeah. or like whatever, like, because that's very much what it was in the early seasons. It's like the what, first five what new thing are we going to get into this episode? You know, yeah. like the first five for sure. Or at least the first four, I would say the first three to four. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
Yeah, because five, it kind of like we met Robbie, you know, mm-hmm. things took a change a little bit in that yep. at that point. Um, okay, so let's get into it. <laughs> um, so Eric's at church, whatever. Sunday. S- Sunday sermon. And he's talking about how, you know, the world's a scary place. There's lots of hate and anger and distrust and mm-hmm. um, tension and turmoil and blah, blah, blah. And so he challenges the everyone there yeah. to pick one person and one thing that they're going to be like working on all year yeah i guess like like use your talent Mm -hmm. or use your thing that makes you you to help a person or a like a a organization or whatever like in that way or whatever so and then he and the way that it manifests itself is like he passes out pieces of paper to everyone and then basically like is asking for them to like write down their thing and yeah. turn it in. So it serves as like a real commitment. Like I wrote it down. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. Here it is. You know, that kind of a thing. So it's pretty cool. Um, you know, of course the Camden, like the household gets in on it. Yeah. You know? How are they going to contribute? Yeah. Um, Ruthie decides that her thing is that she's really good at like making friends, like yeah. being kind to people and like, you know, extending an olive branch and yeah. like making connections or whatever. And there's this new girl at school, Jill Dupree. Oh God, you remembered her name. I remember so. Jill, but I couldn't remember her last name if you asked me yeah, or if you paid me to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, there's a new girl in school. She doesn't seem to have very many friends, whatever she eats alone at lunch. So Ruthie like makes it a point. She's like, I'm going to um, like have lunch with her yeah. and s- strike up a friendship. Like, you know, whatever, like, extend an olive branch Mm -hmm. essentially to this new person who seems like she could use a friend and peter like love him i love him too but he is a little annoying in this episode well no i i know but i loved him in the beginning with um eric while they're discussing what they're going to do yeah um for sunday dinner like peter's over and he's asking eric oh what are you gonna do what are you gonna how are you gonna contribute and he just says you know my usual i just help out everybody that comes in, whether it's counseling or to make sure that everybody's staying on track when it comes to their contribution or their volunteer work and things like that. He goes, but before that, he was like, oh, you're like Gandhi. It's awesome. I love what you're doing, Uh, which is okay. You're pushing it, kid. (laughs) And then, so he's like, "Um, I think you need to get your hands dirty. And like, instead of helping everybody else, like you usually do or keep people on track, find someone and work on them or yeah like essentially something like, like do that. your own thing like yeah, yeah. pick your own commitment for the year exactly it's not enough just to like keep track keep track of everyone else's commitments like yeah you know you're a person of the con- of the congregation too or whatever or of the community as well you know it's sweet yeah, yeah I, I, and, and it's funny that like eric didn't think he needed something <laughs> like I, like I that eric didn't think he needed to put something down on paper he's like, like i'm always helping people <laughs> simon said it in the previous episode <laughs> yeah i saw simon's video <laughs> yeah he shared it with me <laughs> um yeah so <clears throat> so when ruthie goes to school the next day yeah and she sees Jill over there eating lunch alone. She's like, I'm going to go eat with her. And he's like, oh, like, I'll come with you. And she's like, I really need to do this alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, 
get your own thing like mm-hmm. and he's like but I just want to help you and that's that's what annoyed me is like that's all he kept saying anytime she would push him away he'd be like but I just want to help and it's like okay that's she's telling she's telling you I don't need your help yeah pick a different tactic Peter or let it go and leave her alone <laughs> like yeah you know or it's or even little things like when he's at the house when talking to Eric and he's like are you staying for dinner and he's like yeah totally and she's like don't you need to go home and eat dinner with your mom for once? And she's like, and, and Peter's like, no, she's fine. Like, and yeah. she's just like, she needs space, you know? That's fine. She needs space, but at least give the kid better words to say instead of I'm here to help you. No, he just wants to spend time with her. That's I it. Know, but they're okay. But first of all, they're 13. Okay? Yeah. You can't expect Ruthie to have the vocabulary and, and be able to articulate perfectly and clearly like like that that it's not that she doesn't like him or doesn't want to be friends with him or whatever it's just that she needs space no no that i get that he's smothering like i mean she says all those things eventually she does but eventually you know but she's feeling smothered and it's and it's she's like annoyed you know yeah no i have not no i'm fine with because ruthie is expressing how she feels true Peter isn't. All I'm hearing is him saying, I, I just want to help. help. Yeah. And, and Ruthie's explaining how she feels and she truly articulates her emotions. And in the end, at the end of uh, their story, she tells him how she feels and why she thinks that he needs to find his thing to do or yes. have his own interests. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's for the health of their relationship. Yeah. Like if, if all they have is each other in common. And he was always there for her project. He was there to help. Yeah. Um, whatever happened over the summer, she was there. Someone was bullying her. He took a beating. You get what I'm saying? So everything, it's like he's coming in to help her out. And she just doesn't want that. And that's the thing is, and, and I guess, okay, so my question to you is, did Ruthie strike you as like unappreciative of all those things that Peter has done for her, like all the things that you just mentioned, did she come off to you as like, as like just completely like takes it for granted? No, I don't think she takes it for granted because she, I, I know that she likes Peter for as of right now. Like that's, yeah, that's really what I get. Um, the show is trying to convince me that she's tired of Peter also at the same time. Yes, thank it's you. It's the show that's thank trying you. to do it. Because this has been brewing since the beginning of this season already. Thank like you. the way that she's been sort of brushing him off and kicking him out uh-huh. and acting out against him a yeah. little bit. Yes. Because Peter is an awesome character. That's true. We he love is. him. He he heart of gold and truly a decent human being. And so you're saying all these things and all Peter now has to say is, I just want to help you. I'm like, you're telling me Peter can't find his own thing. I know he can. You're right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. I know he can. It's suffering because I, I think you actually hit the nail on that. I think the show is doing this to him and to them. Yeah. Like as a calculated move Mm -hmm. to set up Ruthie for the next thing, which I think you and I both know what's coming. And so I, yeah. And it's a shame because there's really no need for that. Exactly. And there's there's no, there's not a good enough, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Justification Mm -hmm. of any of this. Yeah. And if I was in Ruthie's position and this guy is just constantly hanging around and not doing his own thing, 
yeah, I would be annoyed too. Get out of my space. I need some of it for myself, let alone being with you, which shouldn't feel like, oh, bro, I have to get rid of him. You don't want that. Yeah, she she shouldn't have to feel like I need to get rid of him. They should just have those boundaries where where he's got his thing, she's got her thing. When they're together, when they spend time together, it's great, it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's all the things we've seen it be. Exactly. And and it's what she eventually does tell him in the end. It's like, if all we have in common with each other is each other, like it's going to get stale and, and it's, and it's not going to last. Like, and I, and I, and I like you too much and, and and we're too good to let that happen to us. Does he pick anything? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think he like literally picks something in the end, but he kind of like gets the message Yeah, and they end it like still friends still yeah. friends like they're good they're in a yeah. good place by the end of it but i think he does get the message though of like yeah okay you're right like okay. i need to find my own thing mm-hmm. you know and let you do this thing you know yeah so let's talk a little bit about that thing that the, movie picks the, yeah <laughs> which is jill it's, it's so weird like another story i know i use thing. the word weird a lot to describe the show like or things that happen in the but show. it is i'm gonna use odd this time okay this is a girl who was bullied in mm-hmm. her old in her previous school um, for being Muslim. Yeah, is the story. Yeah, um, and so she is very distrusting, distrusting mm-hmm. of kids like her yeah. own age, like her peers, mm-hmm. because of her experiences from her previous school. Yeah. Where she was picked on, and you know all the things that we can imagine was happening is is happens to Muslims since nine eleven. Okay, yeah. let's be real. Like I'm, I was gonna say what's happening, and realize like huh, that's not true. Like it's not it's not in the past. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um. So, so then, she, Ruthie ends up going to her house and talking to her dad. Yeah, which is really awkward because I was like Ruthie, stranger danger. Like this random person's like, "Who are you? I'm Ruthie Camden. I live in Camden House." Like, and okay, Ruthie. Like you don't even know who this person is. Also, your CIA skills are really on point, girl. How did you know where this? Yeah. Ju- ju- you know, well because he walked into her house. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, she she waited at the doorstep in front of their house. Yes. But how does she random person comes up, starts talking to her. Okay. About um, Jill. No, I know. But how did you know this is where she lived? Oh, like that building. Yeah, that's true. I guess did... I, I think I just assumed she got the address like from school. I don't know. What? <laughs> I didn't even question it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Ah. Like, look at, like, she has her skills on point, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see even, a future. I didn't like, even Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of it at all as like a weird, like, how did she know where she lives? I was just like, yeah, yeah, go to her house, Ruthie. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but go on, stranger danger. Yeah, so anyway, whatever, it's fine. Basically, she's talking to this man about Jill, and that man is telling her all these things about how she was bullied and da-da-da-da-da. And then we learn that that's Jill's dad. Yeah. Okay, so then the next day, Jill comes up to Ruthie and is like, you came to my house? Like, what the hell, man? (laughs) Or whatever. Um, And Ruthie's like, whoa, whoa, dude. Like, I come in peace. Like, I'm not a judgmental person. Like, I love you. We're all good. Give us a chance. And and Jill's like, I don't like kids. (laughs) Like, literally 
literally is what she says and it sounds so insane coming yeah. from like a kid's mouth and Ruthie calls her on and she's like but you're a kid like, yeah what are you fucking talking about and she's like blah 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 like you don't care that we're Muslim and Ruthie's like why would I give a fuck like what are you talking about mm-hmm. and then and then goes like can you just like have lunch with me and my friends like and I'll show you that like no one gives a fuck here like I'm sorry you had a shitty experience but like I promise you not everyone is like that or whatever. where the fuck is Yasmin I know. Where's Yasmin, bro? It's like they couldn't get Yasmin back, so they had to introduce this new Muslim character. It's like, (laughs) you know, I was like, okay, so you've done this story again. That's true. But then again, they've done many past stories. Sure, too. You know. So I mean, you know, whatever. They don't mind recycling stories, apparently. That's very true. Um. So anyway, so then Ruthie's like other girl girl friends like happen to be walking to lunch and they're like, hey, Ruthie, are you coming to lunch with us? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And Jill like tries to like bounce, you yeah. know, like like leave and Ruthie like cat like stops her and is like, this is Jill. <laughs> and they're like, hey, and she's, she's like coming to lunch with us. And then and then they're all chill and like they introduce themselves and Jill smiles and whatever. Ruthie saved the day. Yeah. Basically, she's done her year's worth of good deeds yeah, like, in one day. Like, good for a Ruthie. Friend. I, I made a friend and I'm going to keep her around for a year. That is my contract. <laughs> no, but I actually think that that was very like smart, like because Ruthie is that like that is Ruthie's talent yeah. and skill in life is like building bridges, you know, like or maybe not even building bridges, but like being able to cut through bullshit with yeah. people and be like, you want to be my friend or not? Like, let's, mm-hmm. let's just like, you know, like I'm a good person. You're a good person. Can we be friends? Let's be friends. Boom. Done. Like exactly moving on to the next thing. Now let's see how long they keep this character. Yeah, seriously. We won't see her ever again. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then meanwhile, Roxanne comes to church to drop off her like envelope, you know, with what she's going to do for the year and runs into Chandler and they haven't really seen or interacted with each other since the breakup. Yeah. Like in episode two or two, I think. Yeah. Um, or I guess that's not true. I'm sure they've interacted. Who cares? So, um, so it's like, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? (laughs) And she's like, I just came to drop off my thing or whatever. Like, sorry, I didn't know you'd be here or whatever. Yeah. And he rips into her. He's like, do you really think you should keep coming here? Yeah. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? Like what? And he's like, yeah, I don't think it's good for you to be here. Like, what the hell are you doing here? Like we've broken up. What do you, you know, whatever. And poor Roxanne's like, like, you're you're a minister and you're like don't come to church yeah. like what's your problem Chandler and he's like I didn't say don't go to church I just said don't come here and Chandler's being a little bitch yeah. like then of course by the end of the episode I totally side with Chandler <laughs> my heart breaks for him truly yeah it kind of does because because the reason he's acting like that is because he's still fucking in love with her and like he he's not much. over her I know he says it and I'm like hey Gilmore girl line I know I'm in love <laughs> with you you idiot that's a fucking Gilmore girl yeah. line yeah. holy shit well literally I think she's like because I love you you idiot and then he stops so cute. Oh, and Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But with Chandler... Okay, hold on. Let's do some sleuthing right now. Okay. What season of Gilmore Girls does that happen? With Dean. In? 
It happens with Dean. So it's and pre-season three. Because season three is when Jess gets introduced. Yeah. Yeah. It's so definitely maybe season two. It's like season one. No, it's season one. Because it happens like super early. Oh, yeah. She's like ba- baby face. She's wearing her Chilton thing. Yeah. And their and whole courtship was, or whatever. It, uh, what was Ch- Trevor? Chad Michael Murray's? Ch- yeah. Chad Michael Mudface. Yeah. Gillies will know what the fuck I'm talking about. So he um, he was like, I don't know. He was holding her book over her head and it looked like he's flirting like he always yes. does. And that's when he walks in and she Dean. forgets about Yeah, Dean walks yes. in, she forgets about her book. She chases after him outside of the school in front of the whatever car he had. I was like, Jeep. I was like, I nope, that's no, wrong. She had the Jeep. Yeah. I mean, Lorelai did. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, whatever car he had. And then, yeah. And she, yeah. And that's when and she that's drops when she that line. Okay. So then that was like 2000, 2000, 2001, the latest, right? Like, because so. that's the season one of Gilmore. This is 2003. Yeah. Which means this is a literal ripoff of that. Yeah. Cause like, he says, because I'm, she says, because, because I love you. And he says, because I'm, I'm in still love, in with, love with you. You, you idiot. idiot. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, it's a literal fucking ripoff. I was like, no, you didn't take one of my favorite scenes and do this to I me. I know. And that, okay. Thank and you. don't get me wrong. I love, I love Rory and Jess, but that scene is one of my favorites with Between her, and her and Dean. Yeah. 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 It's cute. Um, no, but this is, this is why I really appreciate that you said that because when I, when I, when that scene happened in this episode, I was like, okay, that's really cute. But also it felt a little like not what Chandler would say. Like it didn't feel like a Chandler line, yeah. you know, and, and it hit my ear kind of weird. And I was like, I, why does this sound weird? I, I honestly didn't quite place it mm. like I didn't hear that and go Gilmore Girls but I knew it sounded weird yeah and then as soon as you said that just now I was like oh my god exactly like yeah. that's that's exactly why because I know that line from the mouth of of, of you know what's her I name know. Rory yeah oh. so anyway so yeah so he's giving her a hard time time she's like you're an idiot leaves cut to Chandler walks into this like organization that does like tutoring or i don't know well what. he says that to her like as they're arguing about the tutoring session or whatever yes 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 but i'm just i'm, I'm going back to the chronology yeah, yeah, of it yeah. all like so he goes to this, to this place where he's gonna volunteer his time and like yeah. help you know whatever it's like you know it's like teen like after teen, school type of place yeah but whatever. like the teens that get in trouble are like on the path of like being juvies yeah, or yeah, things yeah, yeah. like that so and when when he's talking to the guy who runs the place he's like well actually like me and my ex-girlfriend had talked about doing this together because she's ago, a cop and yeah. i'm a minister da, da, da. and he has this like stupid look on his face the paul the guy who runs yeah. the place and he's like what's your ex-girlfriend's name and he's like Roxanne, and he's like uh, are you guys cool? And he's like, not exactly. He's like, good luck. Yep. Opens the door and there's Roxanne. <laughs> Doing the exact same thing. So so she's like, oh, you mean you didn't like peek at my thing and know that I was coming here and you didn't just decide to come here because I, because I decided to come here? And he's like, we had talked about doing this months ago. I also looked at the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> And like, talk about a guy that's like putting himself out there. Yes, I did look at it. Yes, I am in love with you. He's being forthcoming. I mean, they're both being petty and stupid and immature. They're literally having a shouting match in the hallway of this place. I'm going to date Pa. Yeah, because well, because yeah, he's like, he's like, have you moved on or whatever? Because, you know, he dated a bunch of girls, right? So he's like, have you moved on? And she's like, yeah. He's like, with who? 
Paul. And yeah. he's like, whatever. So he, then he says, I love you, and then walks away, and she's like left dumbstruck. But then cut to immediately, she's in Paul's office. How much of that did you hear? Yeah. And Paul's like, get your shit sorted out, sorted out with Chandler, and then we'll talk. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, Paul, like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, now I have to care about you all of a sudden? Like, what the fuck? I only like Chandler and Roxanne. <laughs> I'm not ready to move on. This is the problem now is that in my head, and I'm obviously wrong, but like in my head, the only reason I, I cared about Roxanne is because, because of, of Chandler. Chandler. So now that they're not together, I'm like, Roxanne just lifts right out, doesn't she? Like, like, yeah. like I don't like I don't get why we're still following her around as a main character because she just she exists autonomously now of anything. So yeah, she kind of became redeemable because of Chandler. I wouldn't even call it that. But you ended well. Okay, not redeemable. Uh, that was the wrong word. But you actually start to maybe look at her a little differently when Chandler shows such strong when, interest. Right when there's this relationship. Brewing. Yeah, and like their banter is really cute. It's, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I I like how they're so playful. Yeah, and and how and they push each other. They're still fucking playful, dude. Yeah, they are. They are. I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but it's just again like they just. I like that she is asking him all these questions about like, well, how strict are you about your rules? And yeah, then yeah, like yeah. he just responds back in this flirtatious, sexy. They, they had kinda, amazing chemistry. Yeah, it was they just really fun. did. But now I it's mean, they like, still have amazing chemistry. They're just not. They're just not in love anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're still electric on the screen. Exactly. Together. But like such a disservice to to this character. Agreed. Uh, uh, like to Roxanne is when her and Lucy are not getting along. I didn't like Lucy and I didn't like Roxanne. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about Roxanne because she was she was petty. And she just served as a foil to Lucy. Exactly. And then when that finally ended and she was now no longer a foil but in a real thing with Chandler, it was like, okay, I'm on board with these two new characters in the yeah. show. They're, they're, they're doing this thing together. They serve each other's purposes. Mm-hmm. But now that they're no longer together... Chandler still fits in because he's at the church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Roxanne really truly lifts right out. I it, know. it would be like it would be like if we followed around another person who worked at the police station. You know what I, I mean? Exactly. Like who gives a fuck? Like I you didn't build a good enough foundation yep. for this person for me Boom. to really even give Nailed a shit. Nailed it. That's exactly right. So when you're telling me this girl is not going to be involved in this minister's life or whatever. She's a partner to Kevin, but... Like, who gives a fuck? Anyone could be a partner to Kevin. I didn't even you know? see Kevin and her interact. Exactly. Exactly. I saw I saw Kevin in his uniform interacting with Sergeant Michaels. And I saw Roxanne and Lucy pitted against each other. Thank you. But, like, otherwise, yeah, who gives a shit? All of which to say, so Chandler shows up at Roxanne's yeah, house with, the pizza. with a pizza piece offering and she's like sitting reading a book on the couch or whatever and that's he's a like, date yep <laughs> i know guy come over with pizza yes guy come over with pizza <laughs> um and he's like he's like i come i come bearing pizza like and peace or whatever and like you know your dad let me in and shit and she's just like mm-hmm, like totally ignoring him but she makes space for him on the yeah, couch yeah, yeah. like she like moves aside but like, she doesn't look her up book. from her book <laughs> and he's like he basically is like listen like I, you know, whatever, like, 
I'll, 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 I won't volunteer there. Go. It's all you. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry and all that shit. And like, I just, I just don't want to be fighting with you anymore or whatever. And she gets all like, she gets this glint in her eye and he gets a glint in his eye. And he's like, he's like, what do you want? And she's like, the same thing you want. And then they like start making out. Yeah. And and for a minute, I believed it, dude. For a minute, for a minute, my heart leapt because I was like, oh, my God, they found their way back to each other. I'm glad because like, OK, there was a blip on the radar screen. Yeah. They broke up, quote unquote, like whatever. But they found each other because he loves her and she still loves him, you know. Yep. So they're like making out on the couch, hot and heavy. It's it's hard to tell if it's post coital or not. I know. Because the book is thrown on the floor. The pizza's half eaten. So yeah. it's like you, you leaves you wondering, like, how long has this been? going on I know. you know and then they're like they're on the couch and they're they, they like they're like they're kissing still and then they pull apart and he says something like like so what you know what does this mean or like what's you know whatever mm-hmm. and she's like this what do you mean this is this is what this means like nothing just this yeah. you know like Nothing's she's changed yeah like she's clearly like this wasn't a reconciliation moment for her you know oh, you mean- Oh, my fucking heart, dude. When the guy tells you he's still in love with you. You don't fucking make out with him. Poor like, guy. Like, you don't do that I to know, anybody. I know. That's just a really shitty move. And if a guy ever did that to a girl, you're you're oh, an asshole. Oh, yes. Everybody's exactly. an asshole. Whoever hears someone saying, I'm in love with you, and then you go make out with them, and you don't give a shit about them, you're an asshole. Male or female, doesn't matter. Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah, agreed. How dare you? Agreed. <laughs> and so Chandler does probably the hardest thing he's ever had to do. And he gets up and he's like, I have to go. Yeah. And she's like, but like, why? Like this, is you know, whatever. And he's like, he's like, you've moved on or no, not even. But he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I have to do the right thing here for myself yeah. and and I have to move on mm-hmm. because this can't this isn't happening anymore like this is not healthy for either of us I know so he's like I have to move on and I literally like I was kind of in tears in that moment <laughs> cuz like my heart I mean like truly like like I I I feel for Chandler like and again they're painting Roxanne into this corner of like this like heartless yeah. like, person and so I'm like okay if you're already a bad person and you lift right out like are you the villain of the story now like what's happening here yeah I know and then you know after he delivers that line of him saying I'm leaving or whatever I, I need to move on they focus on the camera focuses on her face mm. quite a bit where I don't know what I'm supposed to think here. Mm-hmm. Why did you focus on her? To yeah, tell me that, like, what, does she have doubt or regret yeah. or something? But, but what ends up happening yep. is, you know, there's like this whole montage with this stupid song playing. I don't even know what song it, it is. It is a weird song. It's a very weird song. Oh my song. God. Um, you it's, know. It's this weird, like, pop montage that never has happened on this show Talking before. Talking about, like, some sunshine and I don't know what is coming out, <laughs> but not in those, like, you know, awesome songs. But anyways, yeah, so you see her out on a date with Paul and giving him the googly eyes that she totally give Chandler and they stop they and stop, he kisses her and he kisses her and Chandler standing maybe, like, I don't know how many yards away from this, whatever he's seeing, but he sees her really moving on and he just you know then now it's a time for a close-up zoom in on him and he's just and he's just like he's not happy but i got a sense of like okay he needed to see that all right i see now 
like, okay, yeah, it's time. You know, mm-hmm. like I got that sense of yeah, like, same. like, and, it, and it's not like because he says that or really emotes that, but there's this look where he like, like he it's lets real. it wash over him and yeah. it's like, okay, yes, I, I know now that I do need to move on yeah. and I made the right decision and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, you know? okay, this is really my reality. Exactly. Yeah. For a minute they were in La La Land, fantasy land, like yeah. he brought pizza, they made out, but like really it's over. which damn that sucks i know it really sucks for both of them truly because he honestly i think was so good for her like i don't think she can do better than him and that's saying something coming from me because i'm not a huge chandler fan (laughs) yeah exactly uh it's just thank you seventh heaven you got me yeah fucking made me care yeah you pulled the fucking rug out from under me rooting for them and then okay i know guys they shouldn't be together okay whatever you say bh (laughs) imagine that's what i call her from now on bh (laughs) i like it um so that's the story of them whatever done meanwhile okay so so when Peter puts Eric in his place like you need to pick something yeah <laughs> he immediately gets on the phone real creeper style with yeah. Carlos I know <laughs> picks up the phone and Carlos answers and it's like hey Carlos it's 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 Mr. Camden or whatever no, right he says it's Eric oh hi Colonel I'm oh, like yeah. what he goes it's eric camden oh hey colonel nice to, nice to hear you eric's like no no me eric camden mary's father yeah. like what and then so then he's like mary's not here bye clicks yeah. and like eric calls him back i'll and tell so, her you called good talking to you and yeah, just like hangs up and like so carlos spent because because eric's like can you like get on a plane and come for dinner tomorrow there's a flight that gets here at six or whatever yeah and like and he's like okay but like mary's out of town for two days he's like yeah yeah that's fine come alone (laughs) such a creepy thing yeah so poor carlos is like shitting bricks it sounds very mafia like fucking episode poor guy he can't get on the plane plane. he's like dancing around the gate like do i go in do i not poor security guy's like sir you neither either need to get on board or leave (laughs) like what is it gonna be And of course, um, they play that dramatic music yeah, before yeah, yeah. they cut to commercial, which we don't have. <laughs> Zoom in, fade out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so he so gets on the plane. Kevin has to go pick him up. They get to the house. Carlos doesn't want to get in the house. He doesn't. He refuses to get out of the car. <laughs> and like Kevin's like, you gotta go in, man. Like you, what do you, do? you know, like what's what are you so scared of? And then at that moment, Eric pulls up behind them. He's like, go, go, leave now, leave now. Hey. <laughs> And you see Eric coming in with a smile, like coming towards like, the car, like, oh, like, and then they drive off. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so finally, whatever, Carlos shows up and they're talking and all Eric was cha- was wanting to say is just like, listen, like y'all took me by surprise. You know, this whirlwind, like we didn't even know you were married and all of a sudden you're married and there's a baby coming and all these things. But all I wish to say, like, you look like you seem like a very good guy and I don't want to lose my daughter's like yeah. or my relationship with my daughter. Yeah. She's she's been gone. She's been out of the house for a long time now, and for a long time we didn't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And 
and it and the further away from us she is the easier it would be for us to just completely drift apart from each other and yeah. i don't want that to happen and so i want to know i want you to know that like you know like i i i love you guys and like you know i'm rooting for you all that you know whatever shit and then he like welcomes him to the family yeah. like legit he's like welcome to the family and carlos is crying and it's like yeah. such a cute moment you know and he and poor carlos was like shitting bricks this whole time and he's like really that's it like you just wanted to welcome me to the family he's like yeah what did you think like of course and he's like okay it's a good thing this is a good thing <laughs> yeah it's so cute like I like Carlos. Like I don't even know him, or I don't even know how much I need to care about him I at know. this point. But like he seems like a sweet little dude. You now know, I want to see Ben and Carlos be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this baby they're gonna have. Like right. I would love to see a scene, couple seasons, like couple you know months down the line or whatever of like mary and carlos like ready to kill themselves because this baby won't stop crying and it's like what did we get ourselves into i know oh that'd be cute (laughs) yeah that would be funny um so yeah so that's it so and i and i appreciate that that was eric's thing like eric's whole his his commitment for the year is to strengthen his relationship with mary and all of that about time yeah fucking a um and because you know what it is too is of course he'd never stop loving his daughter or caring about her or any mm-hmm. of that shit. But I think he had put the ball in Mary's court for so long. Yeah. Of like, you know, if she doesn't want to have a relationship with us, she's not going to have a relationship with us, but it's like, no, the ball's always been in both of your courts. Yeah. And you have now taken the first step in strengthening that relationship. Exactly. Rebuilding that bond of family between the two of you. And now with Carlos, you know, he's family. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. Pretty chill. It works. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Annie and Cecilia. No, Annie and Cecilia is the final and nail Kevin in and, this coffin. Well, Kevin and Lucy too. Oh, okay. Let's talk about them first. Okay. Um, well, Kevin decides that he's going to do a neighborhood watch. Like he's going to train everybody to feel like they can protect themselves. Okay. Whether it's the neighborhood, their home, themselves, their property, something like that. So he just wants to educate his neighborhood. Tips, tools, whatever, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And his idea is to get Lucy involved because Lucy knows the neighbors and whatever. And Lucy's apprehensive. Like you could tell she's just pulling back. Not into it. Yeah, she's not into it. And and he's actually picking up on it. But, you know, Lucy's just not verbalizing any of this. Nailed it. Um, and he because he asks her as much like, what's wrong? And she just doesn't she, have an answer. Yeah, he gives her like 15 opportunities. I'm so happy. To tell her, to tell him. And she's yeah. like, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, and oh God, whatever. So they when they are they des- ever gonna learn? <laughs> they decide when they're gonna do this. Like they're gonna, she's gonna show up at the station, and then they're gonna decide on a time. She doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. Kevin's upset about it, and Sergeant Michael's like, "Oh no, big deal. We'll just we'll just discuss this whenever she's free." Of course, he gets home. He asks, like, w- w- isn't he standing outside the bathroom door, like, demanding her to come out? He's, like, shirtless, having just, like, showered oh, sh- or something. Oh, shaving or something yeah, like or sh- that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's still excited at this point. Well, he's, like, he, all he says is, like, I just don't understand why you stood me up. Like, yeah. like what? Like what's ha- like, just talk to me. Like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to do this or not? And then so she finally fucking grows up hair, and she's, like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah, she says she doesn't. She doesn't want to feel like he wants to hang out with her just because, 
like she's forcing him to or something like that. I, it's something along the it's lines of that. Basically, like, because when he approaches her with this idea, like, he's like, oh, my God, this is such a great thing because, you you know, you know, the neighbors, I know the stuff and you've been wanting us to do more things together, yeah. you know, so like how what a great way to spend time together and do something good for the community, whatever. And so when she's not into it and she finally comes clean, her whole thing is it's like, you know, I didn't. I didn't want you to feel like, like I didn't want to spend time with you. Yeah. And then also like you were so excited about it. And so I just didn't know how to tell you I'm not excited about it. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Just be honest with me. Like, can you just communicate for once in your life? Like, why would I give a fuck if you don't want to do this with me right now? Just don't be a mopey weirdo and like stand me up with my boss. Like, yeah, it's all, it's it's a stupid bullshit. Nothing storyline. Like, and she goes back to Habitat for Humanity. Oh, right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Her. Yeah. She's like, she's like, what I really want to do is Habitat. And he's like, that's great. Do it, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why like it's crazy that 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 Brenda Hampton thinks that the audience is gonna buy that this is a real fight between yeah. these two like this it's so stupid <laughs> like these are this is a married couple and they're afraid to talk to each other about what they want to do <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I don't know it, it was it was like you said it's just a weak storyline it's just it's useless yeah and leads to nothing and gets you nowhere and is just pointless. All right, is that done? <laughs> yeah, now it's about yeah. Cecilia and Annie. Yay! Lead us into it. <laughs> Cecilia's over all the time and she's helping at the Camden house, whether it's like looking after the boys or like maybe getting dinner ready. So, like, okay. Mostly so, with the boys. Mostly with the boys. We see. Um, we see the boys washing their hands and or like their hands are all soapy and then they can't reach the sink. Like they can't reach the, the, the faucet. The, the faucet. Yeah. yeah. They can't get it to turn or obviously they just can't reach it. So what do they do? You guess it. They go straight to the toilet <laughs> and they wash their hands in there or they rinse off that soap and she sees what's happening and takes them back over to the sink. So whatever. Cleans so, them up. Yeah. yeah. Cleans them up. So this is what we're walking into when it comes to, this is the dynamic now. Like yeah. Cecilia is very much a f- part of the fabric of the Camden life. She's giving like the four on one even to Eric, right? Oh, okay. The boys are taking a nap, like as she's about to leave or something. And then they're about to have dinner and the boys are like, Oh, if you sit next hey, to me stay. and yeah. she's like, okay, how about if I sit between the both of you? And I was like, yeah, okay, like it's wow. Very, it's very much like they're attached. Very. And then at that moment, Annie calls yeah. from Phoenix and is like, I want to talk to the boys or whatever, but the boys are preoccupied or I don't even know if that's true, but like, it's like the next day. Oh, you know, yeah, she, they yeah, went yeah, to the yeah. zoo together. Oh, they went to the movie, then to the zoo and you know, you know, the park and Annie's like, can I just fucking talk to my sons? I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Like Cecilia, Cecilia, Cecilia. So Annie calls again, a th- like a third time and Cecilia and picks Cecilia up. picks up and, you know, wants to talk to the boys, but they're asleep and, and poor, and Cecilia, poor thing is like, you know, oh, they're, you know, they're asleep and you know, you know how hard it is to get them to go back down once you've woken them up. And yep. she's like, I know, wake them up, please. Like yeah. she, like, Annie fully loses it she on does. Cecilia. And I'd like to talk to Sam and David. They're actually taking their nap right now. Wake them. But it's so hard to get them to go back to sleep once they've been woken up. Oh, yeah, I know. And, yeah, and I wouldn't be asking you to wake up my children. 
But I haven't been able to talk to my children all the other times I've called because every time I call, you got my children at the promenade or the zoo or the park or the movies. I don't want to upset you. I, I just want to help and fill in where needed. Yes, but maybe you're helping too much. You know, I don't need anyone to fill in for me. I, I'm only in Phoenix. I'll be coming back. Ever since Simon left, you, you've been going to church with us. You've been having dinner with us. You've been having lunch with us. You know, you've been taking care of the boys. And I, I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but you've been spending way too much time with our family and way too much time with Sam and David. It's not good for them, and it's not good for you. You know, you're not their mother. I am. You know, I think it'd be better for everyone if you spent less time at our house and, and less time with Sam and David. Cecilia? I'll go get Sam and David. Then I'll call Mrs. Poole and see if she'll stay with the boys until someone from your family comes home. You don't have to leave the house this minute. I just meant, you know... I heard you. I know what you meant. You want me to leave, and so I'm gonna leave. Yeah. This was very hard to watch. Yeah. It was... It was, I mean, it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I can understand Annie, but it's like this poor girl, Cecilia, man. Like, and again, I'm not the biggest fan of Ashley Simpson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, don't you get me wrong. This. Don't get me wrong. Pieces. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even commit to that. Um, enough. But, <laughs> go ahead. No, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's hard to watch because this is a girl that's actually helping out and you can tell she's, she's doing it just. It keeps her busy, and why not like hang around with kids? Kids are always happy, man. And and I mean, she's all she's doing is helping. Like yeah. you know, they they could use a hand. Like Eric's busy, everyone else is busy. Who's yeah. gonna take care of the babies? You know, like like she's. It's not. It's not coming from a bad place. Not at all. She's not doing it. She's not trying to like be another. She's not trying to like be a Camden or whatever. She's just literally just there to help yeah. because she loves this family and she cares about them and whatever. And she, I really believe that she loves those boys. I like, I, like I, I do. I mean, of course you do. They're fucking amazing boys. But like, <laughs> you know, and Annie just like goes off on her. Yeah. So then, cut to like Cecilia's like. I don't know, packing or something? Like, She's what like was she doing? cleaning her room or something. Okay, yeah. I just know that Dad, like I don't want to clothes talk. Yeah. coming in and out of frame. Um, and so, like, knock on the door. I told you I don't want to talk to anyone. And then Annie's there. Yeah. And Cecilia's like, what are you, like, what are you doing here? I thought you were in Phoenix. And she's like, I got the first flight out and you were my first stop. And Annie, like, immediately starts just, like, apologizing. Yeah. And just, like, I'm so sorry like I, that was like uncalled for and and what i love is that cecilia could have very easily in that moment been like mm -hmm, yeah go on you know yeah. but instead she also breaks down and is like oh my god i'm so sorry and like they both sit down on the bed and they're just like gushing to each other about like everything and annie goes on and on about how you know she's not angry at Cecilia at all. She's angry that she has to make choices between her family and her dad and going back and forth mm -hmm. and sacrificing time and, and, and pay and all these things that she has to do because she can't be in two places at once. Yeah. And, da, 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 da. and Cecilia's apologizing because she's like, I'm so sorry that, that I, that I've like usurped your kids. Like yeah. I didn't mean to do that. I just want to help and like whatever. And Annie is just like, like, I need to, like, I'm making sacrifices and that's hard and yeah. making choices and da da da. And then Cecilia, in a moment of like fucking wisdom beyond her years, which I don't yeah. think we've ever seen in Cecilia, I know. True. is like, 
all due respect, but why does it have to be like that? Yeah. Like, you got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, use me. Yeah. When you have to go, know that I'm here. Yeah. Or, or fuck it. Take the twins and me with you. And yeah. then that way they're there with you're there with them, but I can help when you got to be with your dad Yeah, exactly. or vice versa or whatever. Like she's listen, giving her all the options all of, of the how options. this can actually work in the future. Yeah. And, and in such a like thoughtful and caring and kind way of like, yeah. like instead of making, in, instead of having Annie feel bad that she can't be in two places at once, exactly. like empowering Annie to do the things that she knows she has to do and not feel like she's sacrificing anything that she has to do. True that. You know? And I loved that. Mm -hmm. I loved that dynamic between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Like, what a revelation. Who fucking knew? (laughs) Like, (laughs) who knew these two could have a relationship? Or like, such an intimate, like, sweet scene. Yeah. Between, yeah. Like, what a, like, powerful moment, you know, between women. Like... That's cute. I haven't seen something like that since, like, season one or two mm-hmm. when Annie went to return that shirt, remember, that got shrunk in the wash. Oh, yeah. She was going at crazy. The store. Yeah. And then, and then it became this, like, powerful, like, woman moment. Yeah, like, she's tired and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have... That hasn't happened since then. Like, yeah. or, you know, this... That, that kind of thing hasn't happened since then. And... It was it was truly refreshing and lovely to observe. Yep, like no no complaints. Like mm-hmm. uh, Team Cecilia, honestly, yeah. or whatever. Team Team Cecilia. <laughs> how do you Cecilia and Anelia? Oh, that's good. Team Anelia <laughs> sounds like a disease. <laughs> Anelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was good stuff good shit that's cute and then they hug it out and 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 then you see them folding yeah yeah and annie's like and he's like you might just be the answer to my prayers like holy shit like you're amazing and then yeah cut to like that during that montage pop song or whatever (laughs) like annie's like bringing laundry out to be folded and like cecilia's right behind her in tow with the other basket and they're folding together they don't even have to talk they're just they they know what they're doing yeah she's just an extra set of hands you know like it's great i love it what what else happens in the montage? Well, the, the it ends thing. with Sam and um, Sam. Yeah, Sam and David praying. Oh my god, I forgot about the prayer. Yeah, it ends with them praying. They pray for Simon. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. My God, we can't be there with him, but we love him. Yeah. It, that was like kill me. Fucking heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, because because. Um, Eric says as much like even if you can't do something even praying like it doesn't matter how small it is whatever you're doing for the other person as long as it's for the other person so the boys just like pray for everybody else that's what they can do yeah they they do they pray for everyone in the family and especially Simon and they name a Mary Carlos like they <laughs> I know. say, oh they say everyone Sam and Chandler yeah. oh my god it's it's the cutest fucking Matt thing. and Sarah like <laughs> Oh my god, these babies. Oh, they're so cute. They're not even babies anymore. But I know, apparently they're four. They're I had no idea. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, huh? Like, damn. They're four. But wait, isn't that too young? Didn't they come around like in season two? Yeah, right? That's what I'm really confused about, okay, too. That's, or maybe in the middle of three they came around. Is it? Because when, when did she I steal feel- from the piggy banks? 
Oh, God. I don't know if I can know. Okay, the cliffhanger of We're Pregnant uh-huh. was at the end of episode, of season two. Matt's graduation. Right. Yeah. So that's the end of season so two. So season three, they were born. Right. So what is that? So four? in the middle of eight, they'll turn five. On Valentine's Day of season eight, they'll turn five. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. That tracks. Damn it. They, they track. Damn it. They we wanted them to, yeah, we wanted them to <laughs> fuck up. Um, yeah. Okay. This was, uh, yeah. Let's rate it. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Um, I, ah, uh, fuck. I think I'm going to give this two thumbs up. Mm. I don't know. I don't know why. No, I don't know if I can in good conscience because Simon, I mean, Simon, Lucy and Kevin, meh. Ruthie and Jill, meh. Mm, yeah no okay one thumb up one thumb down that's my final answer i have to i have to i can't give it two thumbs up yeah i i don't know if i can the only thing that i can say that was cute and funny the cute oh damn thumb up thumb down but like even at the same time i still want to give it two thumbs down oh interesting the only thumb up like carlos and eric were cute Mm mm-hmm Cecilia and um, Annie towards the end, and the boys praying. But the boys praying, no, like that's that, not that, a thing. That's, that's not like a thing. One that's scene. just yeah, exactly. Okay, it's two, like a one minute, literally. Oh, two thumbs down. It wasn't enough. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, I respect it. All right, cool, cool. We beans. did it. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, you know where to go. All those places. <laughs> all damn places. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the social media places or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. And also, you can head on over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod and subscribe to become a heaven head where they'll get where you'll get access to two bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. So far, I think we've picked some pretty great films. I would I would agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, a, some there's like, a ton up there. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we're picking like some good stuff. What we're trying to do is like pick like a good mix of like class you know what would be described as like a classic or know, like, like iconic or iconic movie right right where it's like it's like how have you not seen that lady j yeah. right and then thrown in with a little bit of like this is just a rando that like i know you've seen that yeah. i haven't so might as well you know so you know it, we're, we're keeping it interesting we're keeping it fresh keeping it funky um so head on over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod for that And until next time, bye. Bye.